All right, I don't really have coronavirus, but there's a lot to talk about, folks. I had to make that the title so you'd so you'd listen, so you'd click and listen. First of all, I just want to say, by the way, I know I haven't been making many episodes recently. This is true. You know, I just started a, a job full time, so I have significantly less time for things like this. So you're just gonna have to accept this for now. You know, I'm moving into the city in a few weeks, in about three weeks. This will, I'm doing it basically an hour and 45 minute commute each way. Okay? It's not, it's no good. It's rough. But that's the only rough part about my life right now, to be honest with you. Oh, I also am sick. I had to skip work today, which I wasn't even very happy about, like, in my jobs in the past, when I'm sick, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, skipping work. Awesome. I'd rather be sick than be at work. But not right now. I'd actually rather be healthy and at work than be sick like I am right now. But it's pretty mild. I was just worried it might be the coronavirus. But I don't think it is because I don't have any of those symptoms. All I have is a sore throat. <clears throat> so maybe it's the beginning of the end, the beginning of the coronavirus. It could be, I suppose, but I doubt it, to be honest with you. We'll see how I'm feeling tomorrow. But listen, oh, there's so much to say. First of all, the NHL just announced, a few hours before that, the NBA announced that all of the games would be suspended indefinitely, at least for a time, postponed. And now the NHL just made the same an announcement. I'm assuming that March Madness is going to be postponed. It's going to be April Madness, which is just going to be very unethical. To put March Madness in April is obscene. But that's probably what they're going to end up doing. I don't know how much longer this is going to go, to be honest with you. But I do know we're going to look at apartments on Sunday. There's one in particular in Queens. It's affordable. And uh, I'm thinking... Uh, it's affordable, and I'm thinking we, we might end up going there. But we can probably negotiate that bitch down a couple hundred. I think it's 2300 a month for the three of us. I'm thinking we can maybe knock it down to 2100 Just kind of be like, hey, you know, to the landlord, like, you think you really think you're going to flip this? You know, with all this corona? With all this corona nonsense, you really think you're going to flip this sucker? Let's do $2,100. let us call it a, let us call it a deal at 2100 because think about three people, $2,100, $700 each. After utilities, maybe, I don't know. I don't know how much utilities will be for just the three of us. Well, not just the three of us. That's usually the maximum amount of people you'd have in an apartment, maybe four. But utility, I mean, what, what do you really think? Utilities is going to be three of us splitting it each way. Either way, not much more than $700 each at the end of the day. So that's pretty cool. We're looking forward to it. We're pretty excited. I hope that we can we can finagle that. 700 each, 2100. I hope we can finagle it. But I think um as I mentioned on my my Instagram story today, I think that we all should Oh, really quick, really quick before I get into that. I smoked a little bit of weed before. Not even I wouldn't even call it a little bit. I took a hit. Sometimes when I'm feeling under the weather, a little bit of marijuana makes me feel better. But now I'm a little, uh, I'm, you know, I'm just all over the place here. I got to focus in. I got to focus in. First of all, I just want to say this. 
as I mentioned, I'm not putting on as many episodes. You'll just have to deal with it. There will be more to say on each, though. So maybe the quality will improve overall. But listen to me. There's 140 episodes. I know you haven't listened to all of them. Probably. If you have, you're like one of my favorite people. But most of you haven't, which is fine. Maybe you started listening when I was already on episode like 111. And then you just started listening. What you got to understand is this. Back in the day, in the early days of the podcast, Steve, my buddy Steve, my sound engineer at the time, he's very good with these uh, music production softwares, right? He was editing my podcast for me. He was putting, at the time, in the early days, it was it's called Storytime with Dave for a reason. I was just telling stories. I was reading stories that I would write. Steve, these stories are, are just wild. They're wild. But Steve would put music in the background and sound effects in the background. They're a lot of fun. He did this to plenty of episodes. So if you go back, if you're like, oh, David hasn't released an episode in a while, just go listen to the old ones. They're actually better than these new ones. I'm telling you, dude, they're actually better. I peaked really early on in this. A lot of people, it takes them like 300 episodes before they start getting good. My first like 40 are as good as it'll ever be. And this is straight downhill, you know? Maybe someday I'll redeem myself, but uh, it's, a, it's a long climb back to the... I keep itching my nose if you are hearing that sound, but it's a long, it's a long ride back. I need to get Steve back in it. Steve is a pharmacist. He works a lot. He doesn't have time to edit my shit. But I should start writing some of these crazy stories again. And maybe I could just do the editing myself. Whatever. Go listen to the old episodes if you've run out of new ones. I think you'll enjoy them. You should listen to the Yakuza Chronicles, part one through four. There's only four parts. Listen to all the Yakuza Chronicles. Those are fun. I think you'll enjoy them. But that's what you should do. If you're if you're mad that there's not new episodes, just go listen to the old ones. They're actually good. They're better than the new ones. So I would recommend that. Now let's get into it here. You know, everyone's freaking out about coronavirus. I didn't go into work. I probably could have. It would have been a rough day. It would have been a rough day. That extra four hours of sleep that I got because I wake up at 6 a.m. I woke up at 6 a.m. and I was like, no way. You know, I just woke up. I was like, there's no shot. I'm going into work. Because it, it, I, don't, I just don't want to get anyone else sick. That's like I was at comedy the other night, probably ill-advised. There's like, there's no more comedy now for a while. Same as basketball, same as hockey. Comedy, it's canceled for the foreseeable future, at least around me. And I think pretty much it's going to be canceled everywhere, you know, within the next couple of days, probably starting this weekend. I don't know how long it'll be. But I was at comedy and someone went to dap me up and I fist bumped them instead. I said, hey man, Corona, fist bump, okay? And this comedian said to me like, oh, come on, who cares? We're not gonna get, like, you, you don't, you're not gonna get the Corona from me. I was like, that's not what I'm worried about, dog. I'm worried about you getting the Corona from me. You understand? I'm like, I'm the one who's on buses every day. And I'm the one who's in the subway. And even when I'm not in the subway, I'm on the fucking sidewalk in New York, which is more crowded than the subway. So I'm like, you know, I probably have it. That's what I'm saying to these people. They're like, oh, no, don't fist bump me. I'm not going to give you Corona. I'm like, I have Corona. I'm going to give it to you. 
It might be dormant in my system. Maybe I'm just not getting it. But there's corona on my fingers, bro. I picked it up in New York City, okay? Don't touch me. I'm trying to help you. So don't give me that bullshit, you know? Like, just fucking chill. I'm trying to help you out. I'm not, this is not disrespect that I'm giving you a fist bump. We shouldn't even fist bump. We should be elbowing. We should be throwing bows like we're in the paint, you know? Like I'm taken to the Baja. I missed. We now need to grab boards. We throw bows for that. You know, so I don't know. Just don't give me grief about trying to protect you. That's all. And, you know, so so then I was feeling sick today. I Last night, you know when you know you're going to be sick tomorrow? That's I hate that feeling. You know when it's starting? It's all starting. It's around... Six o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock, and you just start to feel it, and you're like, I'm gonna be sick tomorrow, and there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, you can do some stuff, but it's over. You know, when you know that, you know, how, how much does that suck? That feeling, you just know, you just know that it's over, and you're going to be sick tomorrow. I hate that, and I was feeling that last night, so I preemptively emailed my boss, my boss who's been out of work all week because she. Had to get like, she she's sick too, basically. So, and that sucks because my boss is awesome. She's the shit. So it's kind of sucked not having her. But anyway, last night, so I just preemptively, I was like, hey, I'm feeling like I'm going to be sick tomorrow. I'm just giving you a heads up. And then in the morning I was like, yep, I was right. And then she was like, don't, don't sweat it, homie. You stay home. I was like, all right, fam. But my paid sick days didn't kick in yet. So this is just, I'm just losing money right now. I'm not happy about it. These are the worst circumstances to take a day off. Anyway. <coughs> you see, that's not a dry cough. Coronavirus, dry cough. That's not a dry cough that you just heard. So you guys should know that I don't have it. But I won't even see you to expose you to it. Because there's no comedy. So what am I going to do? Nothing. Literally nothing. I'm going to sit around at home. I don't care. It's fine. Um, And you know what? I had mentioned this on my Instagram story today. But I think it's important for us to remember in these trying and troubled times. These times of fear and pandemonium. And perhaps anger, resentment. You know? Whatever the case may be, we need to remember that there is someone to blame in all of this, and it's the Chinese, right? Always remember that. Don't get mad at our government for their mishandling of the situation. Don't get mad at your neighbor for, for, or whatever, that person at work for sneezing in your vicinity without covering up don't get mad at these people get mad at the chinese they're the ones who were eating the fried bats so don't get mad at don't get mad at john just because he didn't wash his hands after he peed get mad at china all of china especially wuhan but really the whole enterprise over there it's a corrupt enterprise all of china is corrupt all of the chinese are guilty that's what happens when you install, when you choose the communists over the 
liberal democracy, when you choose the communism over the liberal democracy, that's what you get. I have no sympathy for you folks over there. So just remember, this is the Chinese's fault. They were eating fried bats. Who even thinks to eat a bat, fried or not? I don't care if you get a five-star chef to, to souffle it or whatever he might do with a bat. I, I'm not interested in the same way that I'm not interested in in the same way that I'm not interested in 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 eating rats because they're similar. <clears throat> so I don't know. That's been making me feel better sitting here all day thinking I might have the coronavirus. It's been making me feel better knowing that this is the Chinese's fault and that they're economy is severely suffering because of it that makes me feel a little better but at the end of the day if their economy is suffering then so is the world's economy and that means us too because we're actually part of the world i always thought that we weren't part of the world because whenever there's sporting events international sporting events it's always usa versus the world so i figured that we were not a part that we weren't affiliated as it turns out we are in fact affiliated and uh, yeah, we're, we're a part of it. So if they're suffering, then we're also suffering. It kind of sucks. I thought that if they were suffering, it was good for us. You know, when they have the International Basketball Championship, for example, and it's the USA versus the world. I was like, oh, I always thought we were a part of the world. I guess we're not. But in initially, I was correct. It was my correction that was incorrect. You see, sometimes corrections can be incorrect. Um, hang on one sec. I'll tell you this. I was thinking, okay, I have a day off. I suppose I could read all day, but I have been doing a lot of reading recently. And I thought I want to do something different, but I'm quarantined from the upstairs where I could watch TV. I can't watch TV. There's a TV down here, but there's no box. You understand? So this is just a TV. It's almost useless. It's just a TV. So you need something. And so I thought to myself, I'll play Xbox. Now my Xbox One, I sold it. But my Xbox 360, I didn't sell that. So I was looking around my house for my Xbox 360. But it's nowhere. It's gone. And I think, I reckon, here's what I reckon. My dad sold it. Or he threw it out, not sold it. You can't really get anything for an Xbox 360. I think he sold it. I mean, threw it out. <laughs> Not sold it. <laughs> I think he just threw it out. And I was just looking through the house and I was looking in the basement. That's where we put the junk. In the basement. And I'm looking in the basement and I saw a fax machine. There's a fax machine from like 2004. There's like a 15-year-old fax machine. But he didn't throw that out. But he threw out my Xbox. The fax machine, machine is twice the size of the Xbox. But he doesn't throw that out. He just threw out the Xbox to spite me because he hates video games. And I haven't picked up a video game in like a year and a half, dude. No exaggeration. It has been a long time. But I thought to myself, that's how you spend a sick day, by playing video games. If there's ever a time where it's okay to play video games guilt-free, it's when you're sick. And I'm a sick boy. And I just want to play Xbox. And I can't. Because my dad threw it out. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair, man.
So not fair. I still have Xbox 360 games. They're sitting right there. And I can't play them. And they're kind of fun games. You know? But I can't play them. That sucks. Whatever. Moving on. There's got to be more stuff going on. I'm an accountant now. And, uh... You know, anyone who's out there claiming that I'm not really as Jewish as I say should be eating their words because I am an accountant by day and a comedian by night. And it doesn't get more Jewish than that. How could it possibly get more Jewish than that? Maybe lawyer by day, comedian by night? Either way. (coughs) I don't need a fucking yarmulke. Sometimes when I'm ranting about Jews on stage, I will say that I have a deep problem with the yarmulke. And that is, that is an actual true thing. A lot of what I say on stage about Jews is not necessarily true. A lot of the horrible things that I say about Jews in the Holocaust, I don't necessarily believe. Most of it I don't believe. But I'll tell you this, I like comedy because when you're a comedian, you're supposed to say things that people aren't allowed to say. And then people can kind of live vicariously through you. I mean, I'm not trying to say that's what comedy is. I just think that that's one thing that a comedian can do. You don't have to. But I think it's a role that's filled in society by the comedian, if you will. And the reason that I chose Jews as my target is because I am a Jew. If I was black, I would shit on black people. If I was a woman, I would make rape jokes all the time. That's just the kind of... I'm a contrarian, man. And you know what? Anyway, the stuff that I say then, it's just like, because I can. So that's why I say the stuff sometimes. But I will say about the Amica, and it's true, that if Jews, I mean, it's a good point. Think about it. If Jews are always getting persecuted, no matter where they go, and yet... I mean, this is like sometimes Jews will be like, we have it just as bad as black people. But that's not true because black people can't hide that they're black, but Jews can hide it. Most Jews can. Some of them, it would require facial reconstructive surgery, but it's possible they can get that nose chiseled down, that giant fucking schnoz. They can get that chopped down and then they look perfectly normal, like a regular human being. But black people can't like just go get a, procedure done and be white they can't do it so no jews are still white at the end of the day jews are white people okay as much as we want to deny that and want to act like we're down with the black people we're still white we're still the white devil we might not have so much blood on our hands but we would have done it jews are no better than the whites is what i'm trying to say because look at how we treat the palestinians We've been getting persecuted for so long that we were never able to see our true colors and how tyrannical we can actually be until now in the safety of Israel. Now we see our true colors and we see that we're no better than they are and we're not really the chosen people. Maybe we were chosen to overrate ourselves, to consider ourselves better than we truly are. Maybe that's what we were chosen for, but we're no better than them. So let's get off of our high horse. We would have done horrible things had we had the opportunity to do so, okay, as we're showing now. Anyway, I just don't like the idea of the yarmulke, though, because if we've been getting persecuted for so long, why would you want to wear an identifying? I get that it's religious, but come on. 
you know, changes can be made culturally within a religion. And maybe, I mean, there was a whole Protestant Reformation, right? You remember Martin Luther? You guys remember Martin Luther? Not the black one, the white one from the 1600s. Maybe it was the 1500s. <clears throat> and he nailed the thing on the door because he was like, stop taking money to get into heaven. That's gay. And then half of the Christians were like, that is gay. And then they made their own church, right? Am I getting this right? I'm not very familiar with that history. I just know he was the one that nailed the thing on the door and then everyone was mad about it, except some people were happy about it. And it just seems like maybe we need a new form of Judaism. But you know what? Half of Jews don't wear yarmulkes. I think I just need to be out there convincing Jews who wear yarmulkes to stop wearing yarmulkes because stop identifying yourself. Don't make it so easy for people to commit a hate crime. Make people think you're white. They won't necessarily want to hate crime you then. Okay? People don't just hate the whites. Some black people do, but most other people don't just hate the whites. You know? They might hate a specific type of white. Maybe they hate Italians or Irish people, but most of them don't just hate the whites. And it's hard to just identify a white unless they're a ginger. It's hard to just identify what type of white a person is unless they're a ginger. So your best bet being a Jew is to just try to lay low a little bit, differentiate yourself, you know, meld in with the whites, become one of them. You don't need to wear a yarmulke. You certainly don't need the curls. But the Hasids, there's no hope for them. All of the stuff that I say on stage about Jews might be a lie, but the stuff that I say about Hasidics is completely true. And it would be, and you would say similar things too if you ever had to deal with these people in numbers. It doesn't even matter if it's one of them. But I've seen diamonds in the rough. Don't get me wrong. There are some Hasids that are amazing people who have really enjoyed meeting. But it's so few. It's so few. It's a goddamn shame. It's atrocious. You know? It's just there, but it's not because they're Jews and hardcore Jews. It's because they're hardcore religious. You understand? It wouldn't really matter what the religion is. They're the same thing as the Muslim, uh, what do they call them? Islamists? Hardcore Muslims. The one who are like, yeah. Terrorism's good, like it's just doing Allah's will, right? No one likes those. Hasids are similar. They're just less terroristy. But it's like Jehovah's Witnesses too. Same shit. People are like, what are you doing? It's like Scientologists, hardcore Scientologists. What are you doing? If you're hardcore religious, what are you doing? You should stop. If you're if you're mild religious, mild to uh to moderate, that's that's fine. I don't care. Do your thing. But if you're hardcore, if you're gonna if it's 95 degrees out and you're wearing a and you're wearing a, a long coat and a button-down shirt and a hat and your long hair and your curls and black pants and it's all black. This is what Hasids wear. Then what are you doing? And you should stop. You know? It'd be cool if you stopped. So just think about that. Okay, I know a lot of Hasids listen to this. This podcast, so I'm talking to you guys. Just stop. And if you're white and you want to help, then when you see a, a Hasidic person, take their hat off. 
grab their hat. Underneath the hat is their yarmulke. Hasids are double layered. You need to understand this about them. They have a yarmulke. On top of the yarmulke, there is a hat. Some of the Polish ones wear this big brown circular furry hat. Some of you may have seen it before and you've thought to yourself, what a stupid fucking hat. Well, first of all, you're right. Second of all, that's the Polish Jews. And third of all, that hat is expensive. So if you steal that hat, don't just toss it. You should sell it because you can probably get a grand for it. I'm not kidding you. Those are really expensive hats. So especially the Polish Jews, if you see them walking around with one of their hats, you grab it and you run. But don't forget the yarmulke. I cannot stress this enough. Don't forget the yarmulke. It'll be under there. So you need to have both hands ready. It's like Indiana Jones. You know when he would be stealing something from a pedestal, but it would trigger a booby trap? And so he would really carefully have the replacement thing in his right hand and then grab the thing with his left hand and then replace it really quick so it wouldn't trigger the booby trap. You need to have both hands ready when you steal this hat because you're going to have to immediately grab the yarmulke as well. And you're going to need to be careful because the Jew is going to react violently. They're going to attack you, but you need to run. As you know, Jews, not athletic whatsoever. We've never had a famous athlete except for Sandy Koufax. And that's baseball. That's barely athleticism. So you need to understand that this is low risk for you. You're going to be able to get out of there. But be quick with your hands. You need to, be, you need to have dexterity. You need to have dexterity and then you need to turn and run. Dexterity, agility, speed. If you possess these three qualities, then you are the perfect yarmulke stealer. And you are actually doing a very ethical thing when you steal these yarmulkes from these people. And you're teaching them a lesson that they should not be, because if they're going to say, I shouldn't be picked on for being Jewish, well, you know what? Then don't make it so obvious that you're Jewish. Maybe we need to compromise with these people because we haven't been persecuted for thousands of years. And at a certain point, you need to ask yourself, well, what are we doing wrong? At a certain point, you need to go, okay, listen, maybe we're part of the problem too. You need to be willing to ask yourself that question. And it's a question I've been willing to ask myself for years now. And it's made me a better human being because of it. <clears throat> Someone the other day, because I, I don't know, they made a Jew joke to me. I've also really emboldened people to be very anti-Semitic around me, which I do support. But sometimes I'm like, hey, you should be careful because you might say this to a Jew who doesn't like this kind of thing. And I'm worried. You might offend someone who's in a powerful position because you know oftentimes the Jews are. I'm like, look, I don't mind personally, but don't get too comfortable being anti-Semitic because it might come back to bite you. But I forget what this person said to me. They weren't being anti-Semitic. I don't remember what the context of the conversation was, but at one point this person says, come on, you need to stand up for your people, meaning the Jews. This person said, come on, aren't you going to stand up for your people? And I said, listen, my people are comedians, okay? There's nothing religious, there's nothing, religion has nothing to do with it, okay? Comedians are my people, that's it. And some of them really are horrible, and I still accept them. 
there we there is the Hasidic equivalent of comedians, and I accept them. Those are my people. End of the day, might not support everything they do or everything they say, but those are my people. They're comedians. A lot of them are Jews, but that's not why I like them. So I just had to get that off my chest. Anyway, I think that I've said all I really needed to say. I'm sure there's more, but I can't think of it right now. Yeah, let's just do some recapping. We should all be mad at the Chinese right now. Um, Jews need to stop wearing yarmulkes if they know it's good for them. Um, you shouldn't eat fried bat. Um, not going to be a lot of comedy coming up for a while. The NBA and the NHL are suspended. Um, anything else that we learned? You guys got any thoughts? Um, there must be something, you know, before I did this podcast yesterday or two days ago, I made, you know, I asked, uh, on Instagram if anyone had anything they wanted me to talk about. I only got two responses to that. So, you know, you guys are really, uh, you guys are really great when you. When I ask you questions, you're really great at responding. Two of you responded. Thanks. I don't even remember what the fucking questions were. It was Shane. What did Shane say? What should I talk about? Netflix always pushing shit comedy specials. Well, they've been pushing that Pete Davidson one a lot. My feeling is like if they're pushing the shit out of a comedy special, it's probably because it's not doing well, right? Don't you think that? Probably. My dad's downstairs. He's playing saxophone. I don't know if you can hear that or not, but that's what's going on in the background. I don't really mind. But, uh, yeah, if they're, if they're pushing the fuck out of the special, then it's probably a bad special. But there are so many bad specials on Netflix right now. And someone was saying, I think that it was Shane saying the other night, but it might have been someone else, that we did get spoiled there for, for a time where we had Dave Chappelle coming out with multiple specials and and then Bill Burr came out with that special and whatever. We were just getting pampered. And then now it's just been a lot of bad specials, but especially like we were talking about the Pete Davidson one the other night and they've been like really pushing the Pete Davidson one and uh, I couldn't watch it. It was unwatchable for me. I only watched like like five or ten minutes i was like this is really bad dude i don't have anything against pete davidson's comedy personally i do remember there was a story that he was at the stress factory and like someone it might have been Vinny, but someone made a joke about like ariana grande and then he like refused to perform and he just left so that made me uh that wasn't a, a particularly respectable move. But I, should, I shouldn't be so biased. But it wasn't my bias from that one event that led me to believe that this comedy special was bad. It was just from watching the only 
portion of it that I could watch, which wasn't much. So maybe I should watch the whole thing before making a judgment, but I'm not going to do that. I can do whatever I want. I can make a judgment about something on my podcast without having full evidence if I want to. I don't need any evidence. I think evidence is ridiculous. I think the fact that it's required in a court of law is even more ridiculous. If a woman says that a man raped her, then he did it. You know, I'm a feminist. And then the other thing was that, well, I mean, I guess like, what, what do I even have to say about that? That Netflix pushing shitty specials, I guess that's what they're going to do. Because if no one's watching it, they're going to push the fuck out of it. And you know what? They have some competition now. Real big name comics putting their comedian, uh, putting their specials on Amazon or still putting them on Comedy Central or they're just putting them on YouTube. I was watching. Uh, I was <laughs> That was such a good fucking sneeze. Oh, my God. I love sneezing. I fucking love sneezing. Um, so they uh, Sam Morrill came out with his special on YouTube and you could just go watch it for free and it's very good and I would highly recommend that you go watch it. That's a good fucking special. Uh and then the other thing is that Steve told me to talk about balancing work with comedy since I have a full-time job. It's not easy, Steve. It's pretty much impossible and I'm not doing a good job of it. There, that's what I'll tell you. I actually think this sickness that I have is because I did it to myself. I'll tell you what happened on Monday night. I made the most foolish decision ever. On Monday night, I was at Olive's and I decided I would have a couple beers. It was a bad idea. I had like three beers. Really bad idea. And then, because more comics came than I wanted to, like 13, 14 comics, and so it went pretty it went pretty late. So I was still there. I was there until like 11, and so I wasn't home and asleep until like 11.30, 11.40. And that was just bad. That just set my week off to a terrible start. So I shouldn't have done the... Uh, I mean, I had to go do the comedy on Monday. I shouldn't have drank anything. Surely. And then on Tuesday, I shouldn't have gotten the comedy. I was very sleepy. I was very sleepy, sleepy, sleepy boy. I was sleepy enough to go to bed at 8. But then I said, you know what? I'll go to comedy. It's I'll be early tonight. And I went to comedy. And I was early. I was home and in bed by 10 o'clock, but still fucked me up. So the next day, that was Wednesday, that was yesterday, that's when I started to come down with something. I'm pretty sure that I'm feeling sick because of like sleep deprivation. So yeah, it's not going well, Steve. To answer your question, it's not going well, okay? And I need to, uh, but it won't be a problem, I guess, for the next few weeks because there's not going to be any comedy. There's not going to be any fucking open mics. And this whole thing, this whole Corona thing has led as, 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 uh, it's really made me realize how disgusting microphones are at an open mic. It's just getting passed around. It's like a dirty hooker. It just gets passed and passed and spit on and passed and spit on and passed and spit on, etc. It's really, it's really disgusting, especially if you keep the mic very close to your mouth, which I do, because that's how you, that's how you project into a microphone. Some people keep it around their chest or their belly. It's like, what, what are you trying to do? Not get anyone's attention? Whatever, do you.
There's different mic techniques. Again, uh, you're, if you're yelling, you don't want to keep it up to your mouth. Move it away, idiot. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, my God. People are... They're insufferable. Get your mic skills right. Well, that's all. Um, I hope you... I hope I don't have coronavirus. I hope you don't have coronavirus either. I hope that that one lady who I keep seeing in the city, I walk by her every day because we must work near each other and have a similar commute. The lady who's wearing the maroon colored designer face mask. I hope that she gets it. But I hope that you don't get it. Does that make sense? The lady who I keep walking by, if you're listening, with your scarlet or maroon colored designer face mask, I hope you get coronavirus. Thank you for listening. I'll see you soon, I hope.